0: You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 333. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at the slash
1: 333. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talked like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So, without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello. Just throw it
0: over to me, baby. Throw it over to you. Throw it over to me. Let's get
1: it going.
0: Yes. What's Um, up, pot people? Hello, podians. We are coming at you with another episode of the Joy Junkie Show. We're going to talk about something that it's been a while since I've covered this. I've done a couple episodes on it, but I've got... It's sort of a newer spin, so I'm hoping that it's helpful. It's around when you feel stuck,
1: Mm. when you
0: feel kind of stagnant, stuck in a rut a little bit. And it can really apply to a multitude of different areas. So it might be in your health and wellness. It might be in your personal development life. Mm. It might be in your workplace. It might be in relationships. So I want you to start thinking as we warm up the mics, think about is there an area of your life where you feel really stagnant like you could you'd like something to change you'd like something to be different
1: Hmm. but you
0: just kind of you might get lost in sort of that i don't know i don't know what to do next i don't know what to what actions to take and all of
1: that stuff right
0: so that's what we're going to dig into
1: okay
0: and but uh, of course we've got a Give you the mic for a minute.
1: Yeah, because we have this amazing segment <laughs> that we like to call... <laughs> Would you rather... And today's...
0: <laughs> An we, amazing segment.
1: Which, by the way, to this episode is 333. I know. We are halfway to 666.
0: I, that's what I was thinking that, Were too. Were you really? I was totally thinking that oh, today, too. And it airs on the 3rd.
1: Wow.
0: I mean, not March 3rd. That would be even crazier.
1: That would be crazy. But just threes happening everywhere.
0: I know. I wonder what the meaning of that is. I don't know. You'll have to look it up. It's
1: just a lot of threes. Yep. Okay. So today's Would You Rather. Speaking of health and fitness. Okay. Would you rather have to suck all the ink out of a ballpoint pen? Unhealthy.
0: <laughs> or right off the bat, unhealthy. <laughs> wait, wait. Can I... Oh, wait, Do you want to finish first? Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Finish before I ask for my qualifiers.
1: paint your tongue with whiteout.
0: Paint your time also not healthy.
1: Not healthy, yeah.
0: Why would this not be fitness your, related? N-
1: well, because it's not in your fitness goals. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. It's the opposite of fitness.
0: Well, neither is like blowing up a car. Or... Right,
1: but that's not in the Would You Rather.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. I would
1: never promote violence, Amy. Never. That's
0: right. That's right. And vandalism.
1: Sucking ink thing out of a pen, of course. Of but o- no vandalism, no violence.
0: That's right. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, Let me just let me just think about this. Think about it. If you suck all the ink out of the pen, I'm assuming you don't have to ingest it and swallow it. Like you could just spit it out, like as you're right. Like you could kind of, yeah. Like you remember? Either way,
1: you're going to get some toxins.
0: Well, for sure. But didn't didn't we have to do that in the '80s? Like you'd have to like suck on a. You're like, hmm, where's this going? Um, (laughs) On like a what are those things? A hose.
1: Suck on a hose, yeah. Like you on... sucked on hose in the eighties.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! Is something I need to know about you?
0: No, but <laughs> <laughs> you sucked on a hose in the eighties. No, but like, didn't you have to like suck on it some way to get it going, get it started, or something? Are you talking
1: about siphoning gasoline?
0: Maybe it's that's what I'm thinking okay. of. Okay.
1: Yeah, you did.
0: What do you because see? Because that doesn't seem like a good idea either.
1: No, but it's not. Again, not in the wood you rather. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Again, totally off topic. Okay. Okay, but similar.
1: But yeah, okay.
0: But what what was that designed to do? Let me just take me back a little bit.
1: Well, if you had to transfer gasoline out of one car and put it into something else, okay. you would have to pull, suck the gas out to yes. get it into a can or other container. Okay. To transfer it to another
0: But how do you how I yes. just feel like that happened with a hose somewhere in my life.
1: Well, there's a, there's a thing called a siphoning hose. Is
0: it sort of like beige? You could
1: use any hose, beige? I guess. <laughs> It's usually clear so you can see the gas coming.
0: Okay, yeah, but it's kind of yellowy.
1: Because of the gas. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, okay. I knew I remembered something like that.
1: Well, I'm glad we got that straight. <laughs> now,
0: that was a riveting Would podcasting? you rather? <laughs> okay, so then the other question is when you paint your tongue yeah. with white out, mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's the white out liquid, not the tape.
1: Not the tape. No, okay. it'd be the liquid, yeah. Good, it's the good liquid. qualifier. Good qualifier.
0: And then do you then what? You I'm hoping you don't have to swallow that either. Like then could you take your teeth and just like scrape it off like ugh.
1: I'm no. No, it's just like a pen. You're gonna have to deal with the consequences.
0: Well, with the pen you said we could spit it out. You
1: could spit it out, but you still have ink in your mouth.
0: No, I know. But same thing with white
1: out, that- you're still gonna have white in your mouth. <laughs> It's pretty straightforward, love.
0: <laughs> Don't talk down to me. Don't you dare talk down to me. I am trying to spice up this segment.
1: Oh, oh, is that what it is? Yeah. That's not spicy enough. No. Do I need to add some like cayenne pepper in here? Somewhere okay, to spice let it me up?
0: think. Well, what would you pick? Because I, they both sound awful to me.
1: Um, I think it would be easier to deal with the whiteout on your tongue. That's what it I was would thinking. Would be to just the. Uh, it gives me a headache just thinking about sucking ink out of a pen.
0: Well just the sheer suckage you would have to have
1: <laughs> <laughs> the amount of suck power yeah, it would, have, would to have, to have to
0: be really intense to pull it out right yeah yeah It'd be
1: like sucking a bowling ball through a hose
0: it could be yeah like that <laughs> also not in the would you rather
1: not in the would you rather. <laughs> this is a not a would you rather anymore it's a what would you even call this?
0: I don't know. Just shoot. Random, rather. A <laughs> random, rather. We've got a little random, rather happening over here. All right. So we would love to know what you would rather, and we talk about. You never it. decided. Oh, I did. I said whiteout. Oh,
1: you did. Okay. Yeah,
0: I think I would go with the whiteout You're too. You go with
1: whiteout. Okay. For the
0: sheer suckage issue. <laughs> yeah.
1: You you love painting anyway, so you could just paint your tongue.
0: Uh, yeah, I could do like a nice mm-hmm. little mural. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So we want to hear from you, and we talk about it every week over in the after hours community. After hours. You almost missed it. I you, saw
1: you like community. You, you need to tighten ne- it up
0: because I should not have to <laughs> cue you. You need to t- <laughs> t- tighten it up, Mr. Smith. Okay. Okay. After hours. <laughs> And so we have a Facebook community. It's super fun. Everyone's incredibly supportive, and I do additional bonus trainings on Thursdays. And on Monday, we always discuss the "Would You Rather," and people chime in with their reasoning and why they would pick different different things. And Mr. Smith cracks down on any loopholes. Although, nice. Although they haven't been loopholing it up. No, I think you really laid down the law and said laid down the rules. We're not going to talk about that. Everyone abides. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about how to get unstuck.
1: Unstuck. Okay.
0: I can think of an issue you've been a little stuck on. Yeah? What's that? Just the next phase in your business. That's
1: exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, okay. The direction I'd like to take it. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I have a couple of areas.
1: Yeah? Two. What are yours?
0: Well, definitely that. Definitely Mm -hmm. like next level of business. Yeah. And... I'm also I don't feel super stuck in it because I'm actually making headway on it now which was my health related stuff. Right. And so that feels like I'm I have some momentum. But Awesome. that'll that'll That's all great. come into play here in a little bit. All right. So if we are looking at this idea of feeling stuck, a lot of times what happens is we get lost in this place of, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what my next step is. I don't know. And that's such a vortex of thought process. So we're going to talk about that for sure. But another thing that comes up is this idea, and it's kind of a subconscious idea that I don't have any choices, you know, like I don't, There isn't something directly in front of me that's an easy solution or that's the natural next step. So it takes a little bit of brain power to kind of look at what direction do I want to go. And when you've gotten yourself in a rut, it's likely that you are doing the same kind of detrimental behaviors over and over again. For example, you might constantly come home from a long day at work And zone out on Netflix or zone out on Facebook or drink every single night. Or, you know, you might have developed these habits that, you know, aren't helping you maybe get further along in health and wellness or whatever it might be. Maybe you want to look for a new job or something like that. But you've kind of ingrained these different routines. So a lot of times you do have – choices. You absolutely do have choices. We just don't like all of the options because yeah, getting true. out of a rut is going to take effort. Sure. And we'll talk about some ways today that aren't super drastic and that could could make little bits of difference for you. Mm, okay. But the first item of business is to figure out what all in your life is in a rut. Because sometimes it feels like every category of our life is. And then sometimes it's more of like it's just my work life. Everything else is is going pretty well, or I never miss my workouts, or I've been really fueling myself with with really healthy healthy things, and that's not super problematic. Or like for you and I, we don't ever really feel like oh gosh, my marriage is really rough, Absolutely. is really suffering. But there's other areas where we might feel stuck, and we've we both have vacillated between that. We have very infrequently have we both been killing it in the fitness arena at the same time. At
1: the same time. That's true.
0: Like we almost always are opposite from one another. So right now, Mr. Smith is training for a Spartan race. So that tells you where I'm at. Spartan. Yeah. Do a quick little analysis of what all is in a rut. Because sometimes when there's one area that actually permeates many areas, like health, for yeah. example, or money that can influence a lot of other areas of your life. And then that is easy for us to go, Nothing is going my way. Uh, I don't know what I want to do. And I feel so stuck. Blah, 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 when it's really just a few action steps in one category. Okay. So you've got to zero in on that. So I want you to write that out. What are the things that feel stagnant, that feel stuck? And then I want you to think about what is your ideal? What would you want in that category? So let's say it's it's your work life and you've been feeling like maybe wasted potential or that there's not a good opportunity for you to advance. You're not sure if you're still passionate about the company the way you were, or maybe it's your own business and you're not sure. What is your ideal? What do you want to have happen in that category? And it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to know what the next career is or what company you'd rather be with. It just means what are the components that need to be present? Like I need something that is more of a team environment or I need to be the boss. I need to call the shots or I need much more creative freedom. I need to be doing something that's more creative or I need to be in an organization that's highly impacting the world for a greater good. So look at in whatever category it is, what is your ideal? What are the things that you want? And okay. then start looking at bridging that gap with one tiny baby step. So for using that same category and you're feeling stuck in, in your career, let's say, it might be one small baby step would be to look a little closer at the job postings that happen between the company, in the company, like inside the company.
1: Oh, like transfer. Yeah. Like maybe
0: it's another department or something like that. That might be a baby step. Another baby step might be researching places that help you with resumes. Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily even taking on writing a whole new resume. It might just be who would be a good support for that or where could I get some good resource around that? Hmm. It could be talking to a friend of yours who started their own business, and you're curious if they have any good mentors or resources or things like that that you could tap into. So sometimes it's just a one tiny little baby step. Another thing that you can do anytime you're feeling stuck is to do something creative. Do uh, One of my favorite things, and we'll, we'll throw this into the show notes, is a book called Wreck That Journal
1: wreck the journal wreck that journal. wreck that journal
0: yeah and it's basically a journal that's designed to be demolished and there's little assignments on every single page that help you kind of break out of the monotony of that whole i don't know thinking right so it on one day it's like take all the stickers from your fruit and stick them on this page or rip out Four random papers or put page numbers on all the pages. Take the book in the shower with you today. You know, like all sorts of crazy, funny things. And it helps kind of activate that creative element because so much of the time, we again, when we're stuck in that rut, we're doing the same monotonous content. Like the television shows that we always watch or the Facebook or whatever that we get engulfed in that doesn't really spark any creativity or any ideas.
1: Okay. All right. All right.
0: So start thinking about that. What all is in a rut? And then what could be one action step that I could take in this category? So for example, if it's something going on with your health, maybe it's researching if there's acupuncturists or naturopaths in your area. Or if it's around health and fitness, maybe it is seeing if there's a local kickboxing gym or martial arts training or something like that that might get you out of your stagnation in that regard. That sounds good. All right. You're on board? I'm on board. Let's do that. Okay. So, and your with your situation with like what's the next level in, in business, I think that's going to come up here on number four. Okay. For both of us. Gotcha. All right. So number two, though, however, is a little bit more reflective. It's looking back at other times in your life when you really were super fulfilled and you were at your happiest and analyzing what were the components and the elements that were present during those times when I was the most fulfilled, when I was the most happy.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: And just kind of looking back at that. It was definitely
1: when I was teaching. As far as businesses. See, concerned.
0: that I mean, that's a perfect bit of insight for you to go, okay, no wonder there I've been feeling a little stuck. I'm not doing one of the things that brings me the most fulfillment.
1: Yeah. That's one of my goals for this year. Absolutely. Get back into education.
0: And start looking at what what does really bring me joy, right? And so for a lot of people, if we're talking about health and wellness, it's around or even fitness, it's around just genuinely feeling good in their body. You know, loving, loving their strength, being able to pick up their grandkids or their kids and not have their back hurt. So look at what are the things that were present for you in any one of those categories of your life where you were really fulfilled, where you were really happy. We talk about this a lot in Deep Down and Dirty, which is my signature program that I teach. And one of the major weeks that we spend uh, in the curriculum is around core values and this is one of those things that sounds really like, uh, boring, yawn. <laughs> yeah. But the way that I teach it and the way that I structure it is that these, these are the elements that have to be present in your life in order for you to be fulfilled. And we go through a whole in-depth process to, to excavate them and look at what are the things that create the most optimum performance for your life. Yeah. Right. Like, do do you need to have creativity at all times? Do you need to be around other people, social connection? Do you need knowledge and education? Do you need order and organization like what for you? Maybe strategy or spontaneity. You thrive on strategy. Yeah. Like games or, you know, playing like doing puzzles together, things like that. That's a huge element. I would say you have a value around that, that contributes to your happiness, your peace of mind. And we don't often know what those things are unless we've gone through a cool kind of values excavation process. Yeah. So I've talked a lot about Deep Down and Dirty on the show in the past. But if you are interested in that program and you want to learn more, your first first step would be to go watch a free workshop that I have for you. And it talks a lot about the pieces of Deep Down and Dirty that – Infiltrate all of the areas of your life, which are really around letting go of people-pleasing, perfectionism, controlling everything, chronic self-doubt. The major thing that people say all the time is, I just want to believe that I'm enough. I want to believe that I'm worthy. And that's the biggest shift that happens for them at the end of the program is oh my gosh, I do know what I stand for, I do know what my values are, I I love the woman that I am, and I finally, for the first time in my life, believe that I am enough.
1: And you present it in a very palatable way.
0: I, I mean you break yeah.
1: balls too, but you're you you definitely are make it so that it's easy to digest.
0: I, I teach very similarly to what you hear on the pod where everything is very structured and formulaic right. and here's what to listen for in your mind and here's the neuroscience behind it. And Because as much as I am a creative spirit, that linear thinking really makes sense to me. Yeah. I was that kid who if the teacher didn't tell you to leave enough space when you numbered your <laughs> paper, I'd be like,
1: Oh, I like that too.
0: Uh you didn't tell me to leave enough space in between. So
1: <laughs> if you anticipate and you leave space and they don't give you enough to fill it in, then it's annoying too.
0: That that's absolutely right. Or <laughs> or how about not having enough papers to have a cushion under your pen? <laughs>
1: You know, that one wasn't a big deal for me. You
0: didn't have that? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm like, no, no, no. I need more papers for a cushion. It just doesn't perform as well. So anyway, if you're interested in Deep Down and Dirty, have a watch through that workshop. You'll know very quickly if it's for you or if it's not. And I talk a lot about what's happening kind of on the subconscious level versus the conscious level. You can get there by going to thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop. And at the end of the workshop... You'll see an opportunity to book a call with one of my team members. And then you can discuss your specific issues, what you've been struggling with, and all of that. The workshop's completely complimentary. The call is complimentary. We just want to make sure that it's you know the, a right fit for you before we even offer it to you. Yeah. So again, thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop. All right. So <laughs> did you say Workshop. workshop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna do that.
0: We need, we I'm need not a, gonna make a thing out of that. You're not I'm you're not, not I'm, a, I'm not gonna make a thing. Yeah. I'm not
1: gonna I make a big deal.
0: I I d I don't wanna make a big deal or anything. <laughs> I'm not gonna rake you across the coals or anything. I'm not
1: gonna rake you across the coals, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. So we've got number one, figuring out exactly what all is in a rut, writing that out and figuring out what's one small action step I can take. Number two, what Are the components that have been present in your life when you are the happiest, when you're the most fulfilled. Number three, this is sort of the antidote to the I don't know vortex. Stop saying I don't know unless you follow it up with, but I'm going to figure it out. Mm. Or I'm on the path to figuring it out. Or I am sourcing help to help me figure it out. Something like that where you you don't just stay stuck in that I don't know because it is a it is a wasteland and yeah, and it for sure. keeps you stagnant. And you, if you think about anything, even if it's, you know, I want to clean out my garage or I've been really wanting to purge my closet or I've been wanting to get involved in a painting class, what stops you? Thinking, well, I don't know where to go, I don't know what to do. I I don't know if I want to reorganize Language my closet matters, that yeah. way. I don't. Yeah, and it really keeps you in this locked, stuck place. So, for the love of God, stop saying "I don't know," or at least if you catch yourself saying it, annex it with "But I'm going to figure it out." I like that. And it's also helpful because you're ending the sentence with the more powerful frame. Yep. And that's what kind of lingers in your mind. So you are more apt to be resourceful. All right. That's good. Number four. This is where your action item, I think, is really coming number in.
1: Number four. Let's hear it. Nice.
0: By the way, some of these may apply. Some of these might not apply. And it you might go, okay, straight to number four. That's exactly what I need. Okay. So number four is seek wise counsel. Yes.
1: <laughs> Sup- I knew this was coming.
0: <laughs> support. And mentorship. Now, this is going to be twofold. One is examining the company that you keep. So do you have a partner at home who is equally lost in a rut and it's going to take their support for you to gear up and make a change? Is it your best friend and you really want to start a business and they keep telling you, when are you going to get a real job? So you've got to look around at the company you keep and are they contributing to your advancement towards your goals or the things that you want or are they entertaining you staying stuck? Is there mm. some kind of an investment in you staying stuck? And sometimes it's not overt. It's not that they're overtly negative or a naysayer. It could just be how they view life. Sometimes their They're own, stuck too. Right. Yeah. Or their own limited perspective is – you work in the same job until you die or you have to go to school to get an education and you have to do this step and then that step. And you, and it just might not be what is helpful to you in switching up your patterns here. Okay, so one element of the Seeking Wise Cancel is watching the company you keep. The second is invest in support. In fact, whenever I do I'm a guest on other podcasts – and they ask me about building my business and what would you do differently? I always, always, always say I would have gotten support way sooner, mm. way earlier. I tried to do everything on my own. Yeah. And f- for a long time, I kind of had to, but I don't think I was looking at it through a resourceful lens of I need to invest in this in order to see the growth that I want. And that's the case For Everything. And it's kind of what I was alluding to earlier around some stuff that I've been having go on with my health. I feel so much less stagnant around it because I sought out a naturopath who I really love. Who we're tackling this together now and I don't have to just sit there in that place of I don't know what to do. I don't know what supplements to take. I don't know. And she's able to go, okay, no, we're going to do this. We're going to tackle it this way. Here's our plan. Here's the insight. Here's the science. Yeah. You don't have to do this all on your own. That's great. And we were just talking about that for you with booking a session with one of the business coaches that we've worked. We both worked with in the past.
1: Yep. Yeah, I need to do that. I need some guidance. Right. I need some, I need a visionary.
0: And, right. And you've also analyzed and said, okay, here's where I'm really strong. Right. I'm great at implementing, but I love having somebody else come in where their strength is vision. Yeah. And here's what I see for you. And
1: I, I, I have a little bit of a vision, but I need help putting the steps together to get there.
0: Right. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting that you say it like that because when we went through when I went through coaching school they would talk about how the uniqueness around the coaching relationship is almost like the two people together are greater than the individual parts. It's almost like a one plus one equals 14. You know what I mean? <laughs> so instead of what I could think up for for somebody versus what they could think up for, some, for themselves, right. what we can do together yeah. is just like explosive. And that's the case in anything. As long as you search out the right counsel, as yeah. long as you search out the right mentorship. Lord knows I've invested in programs that it wasn't the right program for me or it wasn't the right mentor for me and then there have been others that dramatically changed my life and same thing in like the fitness arena we've talked about this before too if you don't like going to the gym getting a gym membership is not your way to get unstuck it might be a home fitness program it might be joining a walking club it might outside boot camp Exactly. Or a tennis team or something like that. So you have to be really clear about what type of support do I need? Who is smarter at this category that I'm stuck in (laughs) than than I am? Who has a formula? Who has a system? Right? And again, that's one of the reasons why I think Deep Down and Dirty is so transformational for people is because it's based off of science and shit that works. and. People don't come to me saying, I really need to analyze my beliefs and I need to figure out my core values and I really <laughs> yeah. need to have different ways to speak up for myself. They just go, I'm so sick of not liking myself. Right. I'm so sick of getting in my own way all the time. And I'm like, no problem. I've got a 12-step program. I can do. <laughs> I can
1: help you with that.
0: Right. And it's it's built out that way to create very systematic change. Nice. So, again, if that's something that you're interested in, check the show notes for the link. And we are moving on to number five. Number five. Number five. This is a a kind of a fun one and very, very easy to do. And if you are in a place where you're you're stuck but you're also kind of depressed and kind of down, this would be the perfect one to start with. It is break up or switch up your patterns Mm. in the smallest way. So if you've been stuck watching one type of television show, pull out a book instead. If you always drive one specific route to work, try driving a different route instead. Okay. Wash different things in different orders when you're in the shower. Do you <laughs> have a specific order? you do the same order?
1: Uh, yeah, but I do try to switch it. Do you? And I try to brush with my left instead oh. of just with my right.
0: Oh, you brush your teeth? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I'll have to try. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, obviously some stuff you do have to put your underwear on before you put on your outside clothes. <laughs>
1: you know? I do have an order, though. Um, but I do have an order in getting
0: dressed. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I usually do. Well, I'm not sure. For me- For work. Remember when we used to do – we would sleep different directions on the bed every night? Yes. Yeah. And it was so fun. Yeah. We would – Because then you wake up a little little, disoriented, which I kind of love that feeling, which I'm like, what direction is my head? This is weird. Where am I? (laughs) The light's coming in a different angle. All of that stuff, like really watching what you're consuming. I know for me being a huge true crime junkie, I have to really watch it because if I'm really down and or feeling stuck or feeling kind of blue and then I'm listening to all this shit about murder, it's not helpful. So Yeah,
1: yeah, I can see how that would be. You
0: really have to be cognizant of what you're consuming based off of what your emotional current is. So it could be that you watch TED Talks that are highly inspirational to you or you throw in a little Brene Brown or something like that that gets you all pumped up and can change that emotional current that you're locked in. So just small little changes to your patterns can be incredibly helpful. All right. And then finally, number six is-
1: Number six. It
0: keeps surprising me. (laughs) Is to make an action plan or get support to help you make the action plan. So like you were saying, you- You can make this action step of contacting Michelle, (laughs) (laughs) right? But you still need her help to create the plan. And that's why I think it's so incredibly important to source professionals. And I do think you need to vet and make sure that they have tenure and credibility in what they do. Absolutely. But there is definitely something to be said for calling in your allies and calling in your support system. All right. So let's do a quick little review. How to get unstuck. Number one, what all is in a rut? Be really clear about the elements that you want to change in your life. Number two, what components are were present in your life when you were the happiest? What, what things might be missing or be uh, getting stepped on that you could add back into your world? Number three, stop saying, I don't know. And at the very minimum, follow it up with, but I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. Number four, seek wise counsel, support, and mentorship. And that includes the company that you keep, not just healers and, and mentors. That okay. also has to do with who you live with or who mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. hang out with the most. Number five, break up or switch up your patterns, how you eat, how you sleep, your path to work, how you shower, all of that stuff. Just, I mean, even... You could it, you could go as extreme as, like, cutting your hair or changing something about your look, too. But I also want you to know that you can do really small little things that just disrupt the rut. And I then finally... break up or switch up. That's right. Number six, make an action plan or get support to help you make an action plan toward that you're more ideal around this category.
1: Hmm, okay. Cool. That's good stuff. Good stuff. It's very helpful.
0: Anything that's ever been really useful for you... When you've been kind of feeling stagnant or complacent.
1: Patterns one is the biggest for me. Like just changing small patterns. Yeah. Like it, like you said, if you're watching TV for three hours, make it a, a prize. Like mm. I've got to get this done and then I can do that. Right. Um, and that breaks that pattern. Yep. So just little things like that are usually what's helpful for me.
0: And, I, you know, something that we didn't talk about, but I think it warrants talking about here is – Really knowing how you operate best.
1: Yeah. And
0: one of the things that I talk to my students about all the time is a lot of people thrive on accountability. So like for for you with your fitness goals right now and running the race, you have a trainer that – You are going to hear it if you don't show up at the gym and you've invested, right, in somebody who is skilled at helping people train for races. And you know that you're motivated by having an event like that.
1: Yes. But I'm also motivated in this scenario, I'm motivated because I'm paying
0: for that. Right.
1: Right? So I'm not going to waste money on it if I don't do it.
0: Skin in the game.
1: I have skin in the game. So that's another big piece. And that's like having, you know, people that give you guidance and help you put an action plan you're investing
0: that's right that's um, and right. it might
1: be somebody like an aunt or you know a dad or something like that that's helping you do it
0: yeah you um, i mean it really depends on what the issue is wherever sure. you feel stuck sure, but sure. yeah sometimes it's clergy like people at yeah. your church it could be i mean that's not the case for us but
1: <laughs> yeah. but at the end of the day point it, being yeah have skin in the game yeah yeah definitely
0: absolutely for sure, Absolutely. When I finally invested in my business and started getting support, I mean, things took off for me. And I was like, why didn't I do this sooner? I know.
1: Yeah, well, that's always the case, right?
0: Yeah. But I had to learn that, you yeah. know, it was a lesson to, to learn. Yeah. All right. So if you are interested in Deep Down and Dirty and you want to get out of that rut of thinking that you are not good enough, please, please, please check out that workshop at the slash workshop and then you'll see an opportunity at the end to book a call with my team if it's something that you want to discuss further. And I think that's everything. Anything else you want to throw in the mix? No, I think I'm good. All right. So we will see you around these parts next week. Here is to loving and living your most badass life.
1: Mr. and Ms. Smith, out.